Just very short question. How do you serve God best? How do you serve God best? Maybe you can say by just being empty of you. But would you understand what I mean by that? Um, or I can say, um, continue just paying attention to all the, the things that come, you know, and trust that if something is meant to uh, play out or whatever, you will know intuitively. Maybe in the beginning those questions might be there. Uh, should I do this or should I do that and so on? But as you continue, please listen, if you continue just to keep observing uh, the sense of presence, not in a visual way, can you understand that? You know? Just you know you are. You don't need a physical evidence for that. It's an intuitive uh, knowing. And by paying attention to this and, and being freed from the psychological identity, this is the best service to God. Because you come into harmony without without the need of that word, even you know, something just like an un unstrained sense of being. Then one comes naturally to 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 see that what is happening um, is simply unfolding. God doesn't need anyone's help. He's not disabled. Our way of say being in harmony with God is um, only uh, for your benefit and God's benefit. You see. And the joy of of being freed from a kind of self molestation. It's such absolute the joy to um, just to be empty, you know. That at a certain point you cannot remember how you were. Or To seek God with your full heart, to, to search for what is what what is mm, to find and to to know God, is serving God. To keep asking God for what you individually need. Is serving you. To seek God for the sake of finding God. Hmm? I feel this is serving the whole world. Everything that's happening at the moment has to happen. And their meanings are innumerable depending upon one's state of mind and being.
we are not able to read things rightly because as long as you retain the sense of personal identity, our perception of the world is very subjective, very interpretive, even unto our own self, if nobody is involved. We agree and disagree with ourselves con- con- continuously. If you had to write uh, uh, two paragraphs of an autobiography every every month, you will keep changing it because you will keep disagreeing. No, it's not like that. You just keep scratching things out. You know, scratch things out. If you had to write with a pen, and it couldn't be erased, you'll see a lot of scratching out, or a lot of torn paper thrown in bins, because you cannot agree with your mind. And there's a sign in all of this that uh, the mind feel is not reliable. The personal perspective is a very subjective uh, view of life. It's not uh, stable. There's no permanent person. It's all just traffic, clouds floating. Beingness is more like the, uh, the, the immense sky. And our thoughts and ideas and identities are like clouds or rainbows float, everything passing, an effect in, in consciousness. We, we underestimate emptiness. The word emptiness can feel in the human mind like shallowness or useless or drop out. So don't seek that the world should understand you, because it will not. The world does not understand itself. If we are searching for approval, even from family or friends, you may be disappointed. Today I was sharing that everyone, also people, come to Sahaja at different a different um, uh, level of their evolutionary um, stages or their journey, so to speak. No, As some people they come; they have a lot of difficulty in satsang, a lot of struggle, blah, blah, blah. but they're in satsang, and it may take quite some time before that turbulence calm down, and they're able to flow. With, with presence or in presence, and some will catch it very early. Somehow, depending up, we're not all on the same line. Somehow, we are the same essence. We are the same, the same essence, the same God essence. But in our, um, if we look at it, if I use the word like soul identity, we are at different uh, stages. No, eventually, all these things they will culminate into one, into one essence. All these differences, like you know, ego, mind, self, consciousness, all the being, all of it will just become one. Even mind and being, God, all is one. You know, but while we have that strong sense of uh, personal identity and individuality, uh, everything will have its own unique little meaning. It's so unreliable. 
and is not the way we ought to live. It's not our original state. Here in Satsang, looking and discovering you're going to, you're coming into your natural original state. And that is not time bound. Coming to the place of beingness, beingness, um, you come off the wheel of samsara. Because if all our attainments is in the is in the value system of personhood, if you um, if you fulfill all that your religious training tell you to do, but at the end of it you still have prejudice against other ways of regarding God, you have not completed your um, opportunity. You go high. You you'll move into higher states of consciousness. Most people move in higher states of consciousness. But to transcend the limited state of personhood is very good. To even not be attached to beingness. You see? Most we are attached to personhood. Then by observing person with detachment, we come to beingness. And beingness is a very superior state, heavenly state, actually. But you may also transcend beingness also, presence also. That's not rejecting, just somehow mm, going beyond and so on can have very, very linear kind of measurements, you know. Is just uh, subtler and subtler, uh, beyond measurements. Beyond measurements. If we are in a personal mode, we value measurements and comparisons, but they are all in the mode of consciousness, mind, and consciousness. We can't appreciate uh, the sense of totality. But not being able to appreciate the sense of totality is not really be, not knowing God, because God is limitless, far beyond any kind of name or entityness. He manifests through all of this. God manifests also through mind and person and body, but His essence is beyond all of them. Beyond name and form and time. Change and space, all these things, but not beyond, as in beyond, way, way, no, beyond in 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 subtlety. And none can exist independent of, I say, him, but it, or you know. I said earlier, not one atom has autonomy to function independent of its will. If you understand that, then, then. This is very good. There are many layers of consciousness and mind. You see, it's funny. This is the nature of the manifest world because wherever you live, always feel like it's the center of the world. But going beyond 
boundaries and such things. You may find you're beyond the world also. Because some people, that's hideous idea. Like, oh, what do you mean? Everything I want is in the world. And everything you suffer is in the world, and in your mind. By world, I mean mind also. Uh, I've said before that there's one earth, but there are billions of worlds. All is perceiving the earth in our own subjective uh, way. Even unto ourselves, we disagree. From moment to moment, it's changing. So it's a very unreliable field. So something has rejected all the measurements as being profound and important. They are their relative, and they have their role to play. Uh, we don't have to fight with them or to be uh, cynical about anything. That's the beauty also. Uh, I have no enemies, not even the mind. Mind is a great friend. It becomes, you know. Mm. Give you a good spanking now and again, but he's a good friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.